0: Welcome back, Quick Brains. Your question for today is, how do you go from broken to unbreakable? We're gonna talk about turning fear and depression, anxiety, the things that many of us have been dealing with, especially the past couple of years, into motivation and to power. And our special guest today is Jay Glazer, so him from uh, NFL Insider. He is a mental health advocate, which obviously is a huge shared uh, purpose for us. And he's also author of the brand new book called Unbreakable, Lessons for Living from a Mental Health Warrior, basically how he turned his depression, anxiety into motivation, and you can too. Welcome to the show, Jay.
1: Thank you, brother. Appreciate you having me. I'm excited for this.
0: So I'm seeing this book everywhere. And our buddy, Dwayne, had you on Instagram Live, and I know he wrote the forward, and he was touting it, how important this book is now. And so I wanted to connect with you. And just, first of all, thank you for writing a stellar book.
1: Thank you, I appreciate that. That means a lot. And yeah, for him to write the forward too, we lean on each other a lot for mental health. And he said, you're going to be the voice for the gray. So instead of just writing a blurb, he wanted to do the forward. said you're going to be the voice. And look, we all talk about, mental health but who describes it right so i want to be the one to really describe it for everybody out there so they could start talking to their loved ones about how and what i say by the gray i call the gray um the world view my lens and that's depression and anxiety together and it's a constant thing for me i'm never not in the gray but the more i can give people words of how to deal with the gray the more they can have that conversation they don't have to suffer in silence. Or they can connect with their husband or wife or, or mom or daughter or son or you know, grandkids. It's really been overwhelming.
0: It's interesting. Some people who watch you on TV, they might be used to you laughing and joking. And so you talk about living in this gray and you just describe what is the gray. I think a lot of listeners might be surprised.
1: How did you live in the gray? You got this great life. You talk about football and fighting and ballers and, and I do have a great life. But don't get me wrong. I have a phenomenal life, but in between my ears sucks. So in my wallet, it's not an antidepressant. <clears throat> so for me, what the gray is, it's something I wake up with every single day. And I don't know which version of me I'm going to wake up with. Usually I wake up thinking the sky is falling, um, thinking my universe is coming crashing down around me, thinking the world hates me, when logically it doesn't make any sense. But that's just the way I feel behind my ribcage. So every day I have to do things to get myself out of bed. Getting myself out of bed every day is a daily battle. This level of gray that I have, which is from my earliest childhood memory. So I don't know anything else besides the gray. And I didn't sign up for this. I didn't ask for it when I was born. Hey, give me depression and anxiety. I didn't ask for that. The only thing I could do is figure out how to beat it back every, every single day. And God blessed me with the ability to communicate. So I'm going to use that to communicate it to others uh, and to coach people through. But you, you said something real interesting, like everybody sees me on TV laughing and have this big personality and I kind of call it my depression complex. When I'm a short guy. I don't have the Napoleon complex. I got the depression complex. Like I have to do big, big things and make, it's, it's a mask to mask the pain. Yeah. But also the quicker I can get a laugh out of you or even me, the gray hates laughter. So yeah. it, it slices through the gray to see some blue.
0: When I was reading your book, I have to be honest, Like some of that I got a little like, it gets a little misty going through. And and that's why I wanted you on the show to share with our listeners that it's okay not to be okay. Some people view emotional and mental pain less dramatic than physical pain. And I know what it's like to be in physical pain, being a MMA fighter, a trainer, an athlete, right. but it's actually emotional and mental pain is actually more common than physical pain. And it's a lot harder to bear. It's a lot easier to say, oh, my knee hurts than it is to say my heart or my spirit is broken.
1: We hurt our elbow, we run to the trainer's table, and we yep. go run for treatment every day. So we're back stronger than ever. Well, why don't we do that when the biggest muscle in our body hurts? Why, why aren't we doing that immediately? And by the way, like when things are going well, like when you're the heavyweight champ of the world, you don't stop practicing. Yep. We keep practicing, we keep getting better. It should be the same thing we do with therapy and working on ourselves. So. When my version of the gray hits, it is a visceral physical reaction. So when my depression, anxiety are bad, I feel it behind my rib cage, on the left side of my gut. It's not the right side. Interesting. And so we hear it, right? Gut punch or feeling in your gut. So I feel it in the left side of my gut. And then my joints ache, like I was just in a 50-round fight. And that's, it's funny because I have all these other injuries from fighting. So I'm proud of my physical scars. Now I want to be proud of my mental scars. So another reason for this book, I'm able to open up and be like, there's no shame in this. I'm proud of this. These are the things I've overcome, right? So I went through this deep, dark tunnel and it couldn't break me. And I got through the other side. So I'm proud of that. And I want, I really, am trying to get us all to see if we can switch the narrative of, I don't want us being victimized. It's you overcame this. Whatever it was, you overcame it. It didn't break you. You came through the other side of that tunnel. Mm.
0: But it's a reminder to everyone who's listening. And if you're uh, if you're watching, it's on YouTube, we put the extended version there That's also awesome. as well. But that are scars, they're proof that you are stronger than whatever you're facing mm-hmm. at that time. Now when you're and you're ruminating and you're by yourself at night, right? The cameras aren't on you and all your fans and just the, the people. and you have those thoughts, or even when you wake up first thing in the morning and you're in that, you know, deep, dark, or gray place, what's the first thing you do to get yourself in moving?
1: Right. I make the decision to get out of bed. The moment I make the decision to get out of bed, like that's the first thing, no matter how bad I am, I make that decision. If I'm really bad, I will call someone. Nowadays, Mm -hmm. I call someone and say, hey man, I'm in a bad place. I need some help. Usually I'll call a training partner, come on over and let's train and let's spar, like give me, give me more CTE. That'll make me feel good. But I'll now call someone and say, man, I'm having a hard one today. Once I make that decision to get out of bed, I go after life relentlessly. Your friends are not going to laugh at you. No one's going to tell you to suck it up. No one's going to call you a wuss. And that took me some getting used to. It. It's kind of weird, too, like who I opened up to and who I didn't. This thing plays by its own set of rules. But there is no shame in it. No shame. we got to stop being proud of it. Open up to people. And yeah. they will be ready to receive
0: you. It's interesting how vulnerability can make you more invulnerable when you're willing to go through and be yourself and be authentic and be transparent. And it's amazing how many people are our potential teammates are around us yeah. that we might not even know. It's interesting because a lot of people will see images of people on social media. And usually it's this highlight trailer of this beautiful life, but you could walk past somebody and they could be fighting the battle of their life and you won't even know it. Right. And what I like um, on Instagram, you do these mental health check ins that are extremely raw, extremely real. I mean, what's the response been on that? You know, when you started posting, what was the impetus for, for starting sharing something so, so raw?
1: Well, one of the things I used to get through the gray, which I talk about a lot in the book, is being of service. And you're right. You just talk about our, our big problem we have in a, a world right now. There's a lot of people who are comparing themselves to everybody else's filtered fraction of a second here. So all of a sudden we think our lives suck, but well, they well, they don't, but well, we all, well, we feel left out. So I wanted to go the other way. I didn't want to wait for the book to come out. I wanted to, to start helping people as quickly as I could and just be raw and real and vulnerable from somebody they see every day in a different light. And it, it's really been uplifting. It's me being of service to the world, but all of a sudden I'm connecting teammates
0: I appreciate the real and the rawness because it it gives people at home permission that they don't have to be perfect at all, that everyone is going through things, we all are, and that part of this, to, to be unbreakable, is just working daily, being in love with that person in the mirror who's been through so much but is still standing. You talk about, in the book, adversity, and I know our listeners, we all have challenges. And I believe my two biggest challenges were learning. I had three traumatic brain injuries when I was a child, so I had severe learning challenges. I couldn't read. I couldn't write. I couldn't do simple things that kids could do. But those struggles became strengths. And you talk about in the book, and I know we have listeners that are going through challenging times. They're going through adversity. What's your perspective on adversity?
1: Adversity is a gift.
0: As a gift. Wow.
1: As a gift. If, you, if somebody asked me that years ago, what's the one thing you would give to your kid? I'd say adversity. Let him get through something. That's how you learn. I was rejected 50 times a week, every week. But it gave me this work ethic and this. And also when I finally, like I made that decision, you find out you find out about yourself a couple of times in your life. And I made that decision to never quit or give up. And listen, whoever said quitting is not an option is a moron. Because that's the easiest option in the world. It sits on your shoulder and it barks at you every second of every day. I made that decision a long time ago. Man, I will be the last dude standing. I wouldn't give up. That's a lot of adversity to get through. But when I got through the other side and I got my first full-time job for 50 grand, I didn't even ask how much it was for. It was just full-time. And I said, I'll take it. I was like Kramer from Seinfeld with the cafe latte. I'll take it. (laughs) And um, because for me, it was more than money. It was like, I validated myself that I said, I will go through more adversity and get knocked down more than anybody else. And I would be the last dude standing. And that's exactly what happened. That was my moment. So it wasn't as I got more and more successful. My moment was that first moment that I was able to prove to myself that I was able to get through all the adversity that was set my way. Then I was able to use that to fill up my cup moving forward. Knowing anything that I was facing after that, hey, I could do, I've already done that. I went through that adversity. That didn't break me. Hence the name of the book, Unbreakable.
0: And that gives somebody a sense of pride, right? When you fall and you get back up, when you get back up, that's where we develop our strength. The comfort zone's a nice place, but not much grows there. And I admire you because you're another example of, I don't know anybody personally that, I don't know any strong person that had an easy past,
1: an easy life. I don't know one. Anybody extremely successful are people who've overcome more than everybody else. People have been knocked down more than everybody else. People have been more relentless than everybody else. And look, that's not for everybody.
0: Now I just want to finish. I want everyone to get a copy of unbreakable this is a must-read for anyone who's struggling in those areas. That you'll you'll learn. We hear about post-traumatic stress, but we don't hear about post-traumatic growth. Mm-hmm. And it's not. It doesn't have to be flowers and rainbows all the time. That's absolutely not true. These emotions they serve a purpose. And so, what's one aspect to an un- the unbreakable mindset? What's a shared characteristic that, that you've learned for yourself and others who you would categorize as unbreakable? So there's a couple
1: things in here. I have three pillars and how to deal with the gray, the mental health, the anxiety, and the depression. Yeah. So everything's prescriptive in this book. But then I also wanted to show people a great mindset. What we use to train our football players and fighters is actually the same thing I use in business. It's actually the same thing I use to start to start charities I've started. It is mm-hmm. this relentlessness. It's this decision. If you want to be great, find out who the best is and do more than them. It's really not that hard. Find out who the best is and do more than them. Most people aren't willing to put that time in. The other thing I talk about, it's its my honor to fight hurt. So things are never going to be perfect. I think a lot of times people wait for things to be perfect before they make a move on something. Things are never going to be perfect. And then it's, it's interesting in business and, and fighting and football, I teach something that's complete opposite of how I want us to live our lives. So I want us in our lives to open up about everything. Show it all. Be vulnerable. Vulnerability is true strength. But when I'm in that cage where I teach these players on that field' we're in business, I don't ever show. I don't ever show them hurt. I don't ever show them tired and I can nonverbally wear you out.
0: you know everybody has an arena, whether it's it's in the ring, it's on the field or it's in the office or in their home. and uh, knowing when to switch back and forth is a very, very useful part of of that mindset. I'm the memory guy. People come to me because they want to re- remember things better so they could go in the future stronger. I wanna thank you for the work that you do, sharing your story. Also, you give people real, uh, real hope and real help. Even, even more important than that, that they're not alone, that they don't have to feel like they're alone in this battle or this journey. And certainly that there's no shame around this at all, that the strongest, most successful individual, the smartest, it happens to every single one of us, regardless of the age of stage we have in life. So if this resonates with anybody and you spend, find yourself in the gray inside your own mind, I encourage everybody to get your copy. Make sure you get your copy of Unbreakable. They can get it, Jay, anywhere.
1: Anywhere, yes. Yeah. Anywhere and where books are sold, and and listen, it, we we dive into the, the hard stuff, but I'm gonna make you laugh a lot along the way too. Our laughs yeah, then slides through the gray, right, and and gets us to be able to handle the tougher stuff.
0: Yeah. Laughter, certainly, you talk about in the book is is one of the antidotes to that. So I encourage everybody, I would challenge everyone, actually, take a screenshot of wherever you're consuming this, iTunes, Spotify, uh, YouTube, and tag Jay, follow him on social media, tag myself so we get to see it and uh, and i'll repost some and i'll actually gift out uh, three copies i bought multiple hey, copies just because i knew that this book would be great and and, uh, and i encourage everyone to do the same get two copies one for yourself and and one to gift to somebody else because you never made. know you never know the battles people are facing mm-hmm. you know and that that's the big thing so jay you're an inspiring uh, force of nature mm-hmm. uh, an unbreakable the force for good. So thank thank you for that. Thanks for coming on our show.
1: I really appreciate you having me on. And I want to learn from you also. So I'm excited for you and I to kind of connect offline here. Also, there's man, my brain has been through a lot. So I know I can learn a lot from you.
0: I always tell people mental health, a big part of mental health is good brain health, also as well. So we'll definitely have that conversation. I don't know what
1: I that's like. So I want to learn. And, and that's the thing too. Like I'm willing to learn from anybody. Yeah. I, I train a lot of people, but I learn from a white belt. Yeah. Um, I learned from Oral Champ. I learned from a, a six-year-old kid. I learned from an 86-year-old person. It doesn't matter. But you, for, for me to kind of had sitting here right when you and I were talking and you talking about brain health, I had a, finally I could I could learn from somebody because I've just been stuck
0: there. And I appreciate you because you're pouring into everybody else. And I think part of it is self-care, that self-care and self-love is not selfish and, and and having that humility and curiosity, that's what got me through and continues to get me through my challenges is knowing that I don't know everything and the more that I re- know, the re- more I realize I don't know and having the humility and the curiosity to ask questions that everyone can be our teacher because they've all had different life experiences. So I want to thank you again for putting all that, those stories and that wisdom into this book. Everyone get your copy of Unbreakable, this best-selling book. Uh, make sure you post it when you get a copy of it and uh, tag Jay, tag myself also as well. And uh, people ask me all the time, my, my book is called Limitless. People ask, how do you become limitless? You're talking about limitless in a limited world. And I always say, we do it together. And so I'm there. If I want to be a teammate for everybody in this community, I have pet. So thank you for having our back, and we have your brain also as well.
1: Yeah, I appreciate so. you walking this walk with me. I
0: yeah. appreciate
1: you being my teammate.
0: Fantastic. Everyone, thank you for listening. Make sure you share this episode. You never know who's listening, who needs to hear this conversation. That will give them permission and the ability to be able to step out and be able, be able to acknowledge to and, and know that, that there's nothing wrong with them. They're just going through this process. And uh, we don't want to shrink our light because it's shining in somebody else's eyes. Now is the time you know, to do the best that we can for each other. So thank you, Jay. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And uh, we'll see you in our next episode.